Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space Trash. Lifestyles with the rich and your rings. Space Trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, Trashlings. Welcome back to a group episode of Space Trash. This is a Moonual collab. Uh, I'm Molly Malshine. I am joined by Nicole Razzi. Hi, Nicole. Hello. And Sarah is doing some admin right now. Megan is in here too. Megan, just so you know, anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of space trash. That is the disclaimer. Her your name is Chip Dip. Bye. Chip Dip. Okay. I did know that. I did know that. It usually says that as your pronouns. Speaking of which, I think it's really interesting. So, okay. It's a Gemini new moon today. Um, and what we're going to talk about, I know we've been doing, whenever I have been able to come to the moon, you we've been doing sort of this Royal theme. And today I was like, oh my God, what are we going to talk about at the moon? You I don't even know if the Royal theme matches with it. Now here's the deal because Prince Philip died. Lilibet Diana is now the only Gemini son alive in the Royal family. Mm-hmm. There's so much, I, it's so much more than just. Is it going to fit into this lunation? We have been on the record predicting this pattern. Remember, Nicole, when we did the Moonual at the last Scorpio eclipse, and we couldn't quite explain with words what an eclipse was. It was also retrograde, so we showed that long video. And then we tried to, I tried, we talked about small lips. We all brought it back to Victoria, Queen Victoria, and how they're all going to basically breed themselves out of the power, like this eclipse cycle. It's happening. Or, oh, or I don't know, or let's see what's happening. You know, the fact that what's about to happen is about to happen. We won't spoil it just yet, but it is miraculous that it's happening on the day that it's happening. The Ubaboo, the Ubali. Lilibet Diana is the daughter of Meghan and Harry, and she is named after Queen Elizabeth's childhood nickname. And also, it's kind of weird because her name sounds like Little Bit Diana. It's very, <laughs> it's like a pun. So <laughs> she's a Gemini son. Leo rising. So it used to be that Prince Philip, the queen's husband, was the only Gemini in the royal family. And it made sense because he was always um, putting his foot in his mouth. He was always like saying crazy, sort of borderline racist things, sometimes not even borderline and just like letting it rip. Um, And now that he has passed away, her birthday is coming up on Saturday and she's meeting the queen and all the royals for the first time. Going on this weekend, the Jubilee, it's the celebration of the queen's 70 years being on the throne. So everyone's just, and my friend just told me you're allowed to get drunk in the street from Thursday to Sunday. What? We have two days off. We have off Thursday and Friday and the weekend, obviously. And they just, they repeal all of the laws against partying in the street. And you're allowed to just do whatever you want in the street all week. I mean, you probably can't do drugs, but you can just drink and get crunk. Sounds like the pandemic in Brooklyn. (laughs) I know. It does sound more like, 
New York thing. I'm like, yeah. oh, there's going to be a street party. I've never seen a street party the entire, I've lived here for almost four years. I've never seen a party on a street in my life. They're probably going to party real hard then if they don't do that on the regular. That's going to be interesting. Oh my God. What would that even look like? They just usually party inside because they're so pale. So like, I think this is just, they're all just going to get heat stroke, even though it's only going to be like 60 degrees. It's going to be, I think there's just going to be a lot of really crazy dramatic gossip stories coming out this weekend because like Megan and Harry are coming into town for the first time. When you say gossip, do you mean like completely made up bullshit? Or do you mean like we're going to get some tea on like the royal, the tea party, if you will? We're going to get both. We're going to get some made up bullshit and we're going to get some very petty details that are probably true. You know, like it's always a mixed bag with them because also, I mean, Megan and Harry is similar to Johnny Depp. They love a lawsuit. And the, the reason why celebrities, it's not so smart to sue everybody is because if you start suing people for defamation and libel, then you're setting a precedent that you sue when it's a lie. And then then if you don't sue, everyone's going to assume that it's true. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that that's why Johnny Depp sued. Like, that's what he's saying, right? He's like, if, if I just let you keep calling me this, it's, it's going to be on the record and it's not true. Right. But so because Megan and Harry have sued a few different people, there are other unflattering stories about them in the news that now people assume are true because they didn't sue over it. It would be interesting to do a thing where we looked at the charts of celebrities that were sue happy. Like, Nicole, if you were going to think about like combination, like off the top, it's a big question, but like off the top of your head before we get our big research grant in the, it's in the deck, but um, like what kind of energy would you think would be the kind of person I mean, honestly, there's sort of a Gemini element to it because it's like, come on, let's just keep going. Let's. It's why Khloe Kardashian is in the fucking comments. She's a Gemini moon. Oh, she's a Gemini moon. Oh, I didn't know that. So, I mean, you're asking like what signs would be too happy? Well, like signs and even like, 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 because it's like Mars and the moon, for example, like would represent your desire to like take action against like, like your emotional, like when you've been wronged, right? It's probably more like squares to Mars and like oppositions that you're going to see versus like just a sign, like someone who is, yeah, triggered and wants, wants to get quote unquote, the right thing done. You'll probably find some Libra stuff in there though. Some squares to, to like a Mars and Libra or a moon and Libra. (laughs) Yeah. Cause Libra is the one that's sort of like upholding the justice, like the lawyers and the judges and stuff. And then I think, the ones that are litigious that are going out of their way to sue people that feels a little bit Scorpio to me, a little bit right. Aries, you know, yeah. my yeah, Scorpio, like, Aries, Gemini, all of those I think fit in that category. Yeah. Right. My fiance is a double Scorpio and I like die laughing because he's constantly thinking through crimes. Like he's not committing them. It's just like always on the back burner. Like somebody came and bought a rug from us today. Like just these kids, they're probably like college kids. And they gave us like 55 pounds and he, after they left, he took the money and was holding it up to the light as if it was like counterfeit. I was like, these kids did not give us counterfeit money. Like, it's just a constant, like who's coming to get us? Like what's, what are, what's everybody going to do to us? Kind of. It's very funny. It's like borderline. Taurus too, like on the low has a very dark side where they're like trying to protect whatever they have. So they'll go by any means to do it. Right. And it is the opposite of Scorpios, but they're probably less attached. Scorpios, like super attached to figuring it out and keeping their secrets and, and whatnot. So yeah, I, I agree. Speaking of partying in the street, I'm in a hotel in Brooklyn that um, 
the Wi-Fi is just really fucking slow right now, and it's annoying me. Annoying. Welcome, Farah. Happy Gemini. New moon, Mercury retrograde, LOL. Farah and Megan, do you guys know, have you heard of Lilibet? Like, how how up, I am curious, like, how up are the not Brits and Space Trash obsessive listeners? Like, what do, what do people know about the world? Like, like, if I said Lilibet Diana to my mom, she would be like, you're Lilibet Diana. You know what I mean? Like, she wouldn't even yeah. know. I know nothing. I rely on both of you guys to inform me well <laughs> i know now that you're a listener of the space trash podcast every single time and you've left a review everybody's left a review right how could you not i like that for us i like being your news source and i also think that's why it's kind of fun to do the charts with you because the more you don't know stuff the more it's like wow confirmed astrology is real yeah 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 so what do you guys know uh very minimal like i know like older people in my family know keep up with the royals well you're canadian like, right yeah canadian so yeah they'll like so are collectibles of queen elizabeth like it's like a shrine like wow. some people in my family yeah but and it's they're like, on your money yeah yeah wait i did well, not know that we don't have a president or anything like we have a ambassador so the prime minister if any laws go through it has to go through the queen yes yeah, she's the but head it's of technically state. not her it's an ambassador for her are you telling me that that the UK is the Puerto Rico of white people? No, the other way around. Well, yeah, the other way around. <laughs> Canada's Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, there was this thing called the British Empire, and they colonized almost every country on the planet. Right, right. They still hold on to, like, about 15 of them. And it's, you know, it's like, it might stop. It might not be that way anymore, but it seems like, you know, a lot of people in Canada still want it. Australia also has them on their money. It's insane. It's so crazy to think that you fly to Australia and there's the British royal family is on their money. How the fuck is Megan going to try to say that she didn't know who Harry was if the British royals are on the money? Right. She lived in Canada for a while. Like I didn't even know that until just a minute. Like she is a bad liar. Okay, hold on. I'm just trying to get this fucking chart up. My internet's not working. Hold on one second. You got a hand up. Well, I don't think that's You're the co-host. Guys, I made you a co-host. Sorry, I usually have like a grace period. I have openers. I have openers. Sean doesn't come talk to me. Okay, I got you. Okay. Oh my God, it was like, hosts will not let you unmute. I was feeling so oppressed. Speaking of the Brits. <laughs> speaking of the Brits. No, but this is what I want to say. Something that, something that I think is so interesting, you guys, is Bolivia... Um, is a Spanish, right? It was conquered by the Spanish. But to this day, and I don't know why, and I've been meaning to do a little bit of research. Oops. To this day, we still uphold the tradition of high tea. And I've asked people from Colombia and Brazil and a lot of countries that are Latin America that were also, you know, that were are not British colonies and not, and not a lot of them, in fact, none of them um, do high tea. So it's like a little slice of British tradition that's like really deeply ingrained in this like random little country in the heart of south america it's really interesting after world war ii all the war criminals went to argentina so there's all these random germans there's like lots of nazis in argentina i wonder if like some of the shittier british people fled to bolivia at some point and they're all hiding and they learned spanish and they're saying they're down there talking to you guys saying ibifa and like things like that and hiding out. And they're like, oh, we're just going to sneak high tea into this. 
<laughs> Maybe. I, I would love for that to be the outcome of the research if I tried to do it. Um, but I think it's like, I couldn't explain it. And I've been, and I've been asking people like, oh, do you do that in Peru, which is our most immediate neighbor? And they're like, no, dude. So interesting, interesting tidbit. But it does like, it does like, it does like make the day, it does like complete the day a little bit because high tea is the part, like, it's great time for socializing. It's a great time to just have a little snack or it's a great, you know what I mean? It's like this perfect little added moment in society where you get to now eat and, and share. So like, clearly it's been going on for hundreds of years and there's no push to, to remove it, but it's just such a random thing to emulate from a country that did not conquer you. So we'll see. But yeah, the random Nazis in, 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 uh, you know, in Argentina is, is also a really interesting. Um, a oh. lot of people say that Hitler never died. He just moved to Argentina. Took up polo. <laughs> um, that's crazy. Did they really never conquer it? I saw a TikTok that was like, there's only six countries in the world that the UK never conquered. And if you guys are one of them, very that's impressive. Very impressive. No way. I mean, I guess I'll just do some more research. I, I might just be like talking on my ass. I'm just like saying that that's what I've observed. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think, listen, in all of my life, I've never learned of British influence necessarily in Bolivian history. So that could be one of them. That yeah, could be one of them. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Am I like echoing? Yeah, because of the feedback on, on um, when Desi's unmuted it just has like a little feedback so i've been going back and forth trying to <laughs> oh okay 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 yeah i mean, I, um, I never even knew what high tea was so thanks <laughs> i know that's really cool though what kind of like food do you eat i've only been to tea over here like once because it's uh really expensive <laughs> no it's like well this is the part where it gets more traditional because then you're like here hold on is that better that's probably better huh I think it's because Maybe. it was connected to the Bluetooth on my phone. Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, on my car. Um, then you're eating like empanadas <laughs> at high tea, right? So it's like a, literally a fusion of the two cultures. Because, I mean, it's like crumpets. You're supposed to have pastries. So we have pastries, but they're Bolivian pastries. And then you you drink tea. That's the observance. Like you drink tea or you have a coffee. But it's really classic to be like, let's go get tea. Hagamos tecito, like un tecito. So instead of saying like, hey girl, let's get drinks or lunch, the more common thing to say is like, let's do high tea. Let's do tea together. That's so cute. I it's love so that. cute, dude. It is cute. And it's usually at 5 p.m. It's like, is that how, what it's like in the UK? It's like five-ish, 5.30. So is tea in coming? the UK and Ireland, they refer to dinner as tea. Mm. Like Nick's parents will be like, oh, did you have your tea yet? And they're talking about your dinner at like five or six o'clock and there's no uh, meal really after that. But then, but like the, the really upper class kind of high tea, I think is like two o'clock and they have it in addition to lunch and dinner. Like an aperitif. Yeah. 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 Like a more of a snack vibe. Love it. My third day in Austin going good, found a dispensary was very fun. The girl was very high. She kept like mixing up the words. Like when you want to say like, have a good day. She'd be like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but she kept like, it was fun. But anyway, I'm going to drive home and I'll let you guys take it away. <laughs> <laughs> I spiel. 
could get dispenser. I didn't know they had dispensaries in Texas now. So they tricked me. Um, they pretend like it's like TH, pure THC, or at least that's what they make it look like, but it's all still like Delta derivatives. So there's these derivatives of THC called Delta 8, Delta 9, and Delta 10, and then HHC. And they get through the red tape. They You can like loophole that through legally. You know what I mean? For now. Um, but it's the, it's the closest we got. We'll see. I tried. I just got these. We'll see how they go. I'll let you know my progress slowly. It is not so bad. It's it's more like a workable high. It's like you can yeah. work and function. And you're not completely gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the key, dude. That's cool. There's none of that here. No one smokes weed here because they're all so like, I think just quiet and kind of a little bit socially awkward. So like, they don't really need weed. Whereas in the U S everyone's like freaking out all the time and on Adderall. So you need it to come down. Whereas like in the UK, everyone's on Coke and ketamine. Everybody needs them uppers. I I know. And I'm like, can I get some edibles? And no one has them. They don't have them anywhere. that's really not legal not illegal like obviously you would have to go to like amsterdam you would get it in amsterdam but like it's just not like weed is not really a matter of concern over here damn i'm about to get stoned right now so i don't fucking kirk on zoom in this hotel this you know under the street it is i found this perfect hotel for me and one of my big regrets my california trip was that i didn't do steam and sauna when i was there i thought i was gonna have a heart attack the edibles were too strong and this hotel pool happens to have um a steven sauna so like everything everything works out like don't sweat it comes around but also the name of the street it's that street in brooklyn it's like shermer horn like what is Shermer horn and shermer horn <laughs> so my brand yes megan i was wondering if salvia was legal there because we had it up before weed was legal we had salvia was legal yeah. and that was like more dangerous than weed yeah. <laughs> oh yeah you, you like trip balls for two minutes right yeah, yeah. Salvia in like a in a bodega, like a corner store. I don't yeah. know if it's if it's still that readily available, but I know people from when I was younger who would like go and get salvia and and do it. <laughs> okay. Well, it's cool that weed's legalizing for you guys. It's like it's so dope now that it's legal here. Oh my gosh! Yeah, is it? Imagine. It is legal in Canada too. Yeah, That's yeah. Good. I got a little bit charred up. What did I miss while I was in absentia? Um, in Bolivia, they have high tea and no one knows why. It could be like an ex-Nazi thing, but with British people instead of Germans. Heil tea. Oh my God, you said it. That's it. I've been like binging space trash and today I was walking and Molly, you said something so interesting to me, which was that celebrity culture is the place where we can really conceptualize a lot of like social paradigms and a lot of higher level things. And I thought that was so fucking brilliant because most of the time you're just hearing people talking about how you're wasting your time and celebrities shouldn't be paid attention to, which is ironic because they are literally celebrities where we put all of our attention and that's why they're famous. But the way that you phrased it, I thought was really fucking smart, dude. I was like, wow, that's really smart and really poignant. And so many idiots could learn so much, <laughs> just like we did. We learned about law 
from watching Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I use that word loosely, idiots, right? But I just thought that was really smart, dude. I thought Thanks. That was really- yeah, if we got rid of celebrities, we would just invent more celebrities because we want them. Like, it's just something that we want to have. It's like we all need to have certain people that we all know about. And before there was mass media, it was like Greek gods and royalty and saints because those were the people we all knew about. Like, we would literally make them up if they weren't there. So, like, when people are saying oh, don't, don't talk about it, blah, blah, blah. It's like, all right, well, what, okay, what do you want me to talk about, sports? As somebody who is an expat, now a Brit-ish, Brit-ish, right? What is your take on the Royals? So I live in the UK and it's a really good place to live. The quality of life is awesome. Um, it's, it's way easier than living in America, I know that must might be shocking. <laughs> no, obviously, like living in America is so stressful and difficult, like the healthcare, everything. So I, you know, like I think before I moved over here, I would be like, what is the point of having a royal family? It's so stupid. And it, there is no point. It really is an anachronism. It is something that's so old and like. Well, but isn't it just like OG celebrities? Exactly. And, and like, it makes no sense to be funding it with your tax dollars. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, their country's actually running way better than ours. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut about what they should do. Because a couple of grandmas in charge and actually we're better off. Right. Cause I'm like, I don't think that's because the Royals add anything necessarily, but I am just like, I am now, now that I live here, I'm like, okay, I'm a visitor here. They don't have to pay for my healthcare, but they do. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? But Yes. In general, no, I would not. I would not invent a country today and say, oh, yeah, let's have a a divinely ordained family run the country. Like, no. But the fact that that they have it here and it's like part, I don't, but I don't, I'm not, yeah. I I do really like Kate Middleton for some reason. That's the only one that I'm like, I'm a fan. That's because she stays skinny in the spotlight. (laughs) Right. That's probably why. Is there even a possibility of the monarchy not existing? Yeah. Well, see, also, I mean, my thing is just like, I just don't want to be the American that goes and moves to another country and is like, you guys are doing it wrong when like we are so clearly the ones doing almost everything wrong. So like, yeah, we that's definitely seem to be the most mentally ill right now. Yeah. In terms of like developed countries, for sure. Yeah. Apparently in Sweden, if you're if you're at someone's house, like if a kid goes to someone's house and dinner time rolls around, the family will say, oh, you wait in that in the room for him to eat and then he'll come back and play with you. They don't feed other people's kids and they don't feed them breakfast when they have sleepovers either. It's like a very common thing. That's what that is how the white people have remained in power for so long. There's like no giving. Yeah. Hoard well, your food, hoard your shit. We are not one. Go kill the other countries. Go get another continent, boys. Right. They're like, oh, it's an individualistic culture where you the reason why you don't feed someone else's kid is because you're like, you don't want to spoil their appetite for when they go home. And also bullshit. they're like- Right, bullshit. And they're like, we don't, we weren't planning to cook for one extra person. And it's like the poorest cultures in the world consistently cook for people they aren't expecting to be in their house. You know what I mean? Like Uh everyone has a little something extra that they can like throw in. Yeah. It's such like a rich person thing to be like, actually like I have to take care of mine. And it's like, okay, well just like you're going to have homeless people living outside. Then if like, it's only for you and you don't take care of anybody else, you know, it's just like, it's not going to work. 
like, I don't have a problem with celebrities and monarchy and like judging the skinny white inbreds, but like, like, how do we get them to share? First of all, I would say they're not all skinny all the time. (laughs) So so you had, you had said, um, is there any chance that they're going to not have it anymore? I mean, they would have to decide, they would have to have like a vote to say that they don't want it anymore. So like after the queen dies, they're like, people are saying, oh, you know, they're not going to want Charles anymore because the queen has been alive since 1926. She, she served in World War II. She was a freaking met like mechanic in World War II. Like she, people have so much goodwill for her for that reason. Like we kind of forget her middle-aged years where she was just kind of like a mean looking German lady. And like, now she's like a little, (laughs) it was like, it was like, Oh, beautiful young princess who helped in world war two and stayed in London through the blitzkrieg. Oh, kind of a mean looking lady. And then grandma, Oh, we love her. So like when she dies, that is like a hundred years, literally almost a hundred years of goodwill that's going away. And then it's Charles who like, no one really has incredibly fond feelings for. So I think what what he's going to have to do and what he has already started doing is he is going to have to redistribute a lot of that wealth that they have. Like they've already been moving toward that because they didn't, they didn't used to pay income tax. They didn't used to pay like inherit. I think they still don't pay inheritance tax. And then the question is, well, where are they getting all this money from? Like when the queen Elizabeth's mom died, she died with like something like $40 million. And it's like, we're doing what? You didn't have a job and it's from there's it's from those property empires that they have. That's the really like fucked up thing that no one talks about because the tax dollars is nothing. The tax dollars is like a dollar per person per year, like per citizen. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, who cares? Why bother getting rid of that? The thing is like all the other perks that come with it that are their big land empires that they just decided they owned back in like the 1500s. That's where they make all their real money. And then whenever one of them dies, they seal the will so that we never know exactly what they have and where they got it. So like- the will is the most cowardly thing I've ever fucking heard. Like you're going to hoard all the money and then protect your, your privacy about it. It's like, fuck you. Right. So that's the kind of thing that Charles is going to have to stop doing. And I think he actually gets it because he is vehemently against Andrew ever appearing in public again. He's against like all these random minor royals having titles. He really don't say minor and Andrew in the same sentence again, (laughs) Maul. And he, that was a good one. And he, he wanted it to be, he wants it to be less people. He wants it to be way smaller. It do, he doesn't want it to be like a million people on the balcony where everyone's like, who the hell are these people? And why are we paying for them to all live in castles rent free? So like he is going to try to um, make it a little bit more equitable and a little bit less. But then at the same time, you're going to be like, all right, well, you guys are still rich as hell. Like it's, I don't know if it's going to be enough, even when he does come in and what you're saying with property empire that's the issue with the united states too right just, like, they're literally they're like little they're like we're like their little protege and it's like oops we but- all have like these oligarchs that are still just controlling everything but the other thing is like i think part of the reason why the uk does have such a strong social safety net there's more public housing there's obviously free health care for everyone every single person gets free health care you walk out the door paying zero dollars like is because I think the the fact that there is a royal family sort of puts the pressure on the people in power like 
come on, these people live in fucking castles. Like, what are you going to do for the little guy? So there is a little bit more of a, I don't know, like, especially because there also is an aristocracy that has positions in government. Like they have people that just because they're aristocrats and their fathers, 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 fathers did it, they all get to be in the house of Lords and help make the laws. So like those people know that it's going to be like a Marie Antoinette situation any minute now. If people right. get pissed off enough. Let me say one more thing. I think I, it's also things. really important to say that like a lot of the time when you live in a democracy, you know, you it's kind of like an illusion of a democracy because clearly there are systems of power um, that are placing people into these positions that we can't really control. And it's like if even something from electoral college, which sort of messes with the actual demographics to the fact that like, we've had several presidents whose dads were also president. It's like, what are we doing? Why are we, where we act, we act like we have this totally uh, meritocratic system where it's like, oh, the best person rises to the top. No, they don't, they don't anywhere. So I just want to say like, Yes, they have. It's they're more blatant about it here in the UK because they're like, oh, you get to wear a, a crown on your head because of who your dad was. Whereas in the US, it's like, oh, well, you just get to never have to work a day in your life and walk into a hedge fund because of who your dad is. So it's like it happens. It's everywhere, you know. Well, first of all, like democracy, as we know it, is all just white fear at the way it's being played out. And gerrymandering is like a, a real thing that right. is proven and we're literally kids are getting shot up in schools yesterday like we for some reason well it but that's why the amber heard johnny depp case is so important because we are actually numb to a particular version of abuse cycles that's what the scorpio taurus eclipse cycle is about here's the, the other crazy thing too about the u.s is look at who's in charge right now all 70 and 80 year olds what are we doing like they don't even get to work at like the deli you know, and we're like, oh yeah, you Whoa. like Nancy Pelosi's about to celebrate her friggin' platinum jubilee, and she's actually making laws. At least all the queen does is wave to people. You know, That's it's like hilarious. Joe Biden, like freaking Mitch McConnell. These people are dinosaurs, and we're just like, yeah, this makes complete sense. This is exactly what we voted for. Like, we're no one wants this. It's all. It's just like power is always going to just be concentrated in the hands of people that we can't get it the hell away from. We better man. Marry up, ladies and gents. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta fuck our way in there and fucking at least take half. Okay? <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, whatever you want to say about Will Smith and Jada, and boy, I saw Lucia, you guys know where Sally Bravo, we went to theater last night. She had a hot take on the Will thing that I don't think we touched on, but we won't go there right now. No, but well, now you have to tell us. She was like, when they replayed the tape, she's like, I watched it over and over and over. We forget that he is like, actually, well, I guess it's like allegedly we don't know, no. But like, she thinks that it, that it was like some like, like in the same way that like when they say that like the brainwashing happens when Tom jumped on the couch, it was like a moment of like sort of because even we were saying that it kind of looked like he just left his body and did this weird like robotic thing. Lucia was like, no, he like lost all his Will Smith essence. It looked like like he was just turned on like a machine and went and did it and then got back down and was like, Ugh. so I don't know. I thought it was a hot take. Some sort of mind control. Yeah. From the Scientology. Scientology. Stranger things have happened. I like that actually more than that he's like not the best guy ever. So let's do that. He got sucked in. Spread that rumor. <laughs> so this is the chart of Little Bit Diana, as you can see here. She's listed as Little Bit D. So, you know, the new moon today, you can see the green on the outside. It's exactly on her son and her life's purpose. The day that the Jubilee is happening is the day that 
uh, Mercury goes direct in Taurus, right on all of their stuff that we will talk about in a minute. And it's the day before Saturn goes retrograde. So this meeting of the oldest and the youngest is we're going to look at the composite chart and it's really fucking awesome. But let's talking about Saturday. Yes. Yes. It's like a really astrologically important day. Well, I think they're going to meet before then. What do you mean? I think we're going to meet on Thursday, but Saturday is her birthday. The little baby's birthday. Okay. Within a week, planets move slowly. The energy sometimes, you know, the butterfly effect. Sometimes the butterfly flax swings in, in Vietnam and then we feel it. You know, that's how the planets, I feel like, kind of work. So it's, it's all kind of in the same zone. It's the Gemini new moon. So, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. I kind of have the same feeling about Lilibet as I do Stormy Webster. Oh, wow. I actually have done my little bit, Diana. I'll, I will add more. I have always more to say. We can always dive more into your chart. Let's find out what her past life story is. I think our whole thing last time we were like, she's going to be like the powerhouse of the Meghan and Harry dynasty. She's going to be like, she is Leo rising. She is here to avenge her parents and she's going to, but the thing about like anything that they do do going forward, their little nuclear family, they really can't. And I'm sorry, but this is just true. They can't do it without still having at least some sort of Royal connection because that's what makes them special. So it's like, she's going to have to play a foot in both camps, which is where her, she's, why she's the Gemini. I think part of what Harry and Meghan are doing by, like, at the end of the day, they're less of a family, more of a business. Nope. You can't say you're not royal anymore because you moved. Like, if, it, like, I lived in D.C., I lived in Boston sometime, I'm going, I'm going to Texas. If my mom was like, whoa, like, you're not doing the doggy daycare duties, you're no longer an armor. You know what I mean? It would be like, like, I feel like that's one of the deepest wounds in general, that like, this idea that we have to earn our parents' love or that we have to, we have to remain in the karmic cycles or remain acting like we're supposed to in order to get things. I mean, that's like the whole, f- that's why nobody's sharing anything and everybody's living in fear because like at the end of the day, you only want to share as much as you're not going to get written, written out of the royal family. And th- he already got all the money from Diana and the queen mother. Queen like, mother already- is so funny. Can you tell the people what the queen mother, she renamed her name. She renamed her, it was Elizabeth, it was the queen's mom and she renamed herself Queen Elizabeth, the queen mother when her husband died. And it was like, oh. you're girl, you're not the queen anymore, but now you're just the queen twice. Okay. Kind of iconic. It's like yeah. really a petty thing to be like, sure. my daughter's the queen now, but I'm the queen twice. I'm the queen so. mother. I'm the queen's mother, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, they still use their titles too. They're like, we're not in it anymore. We don't need it. And it's like, okay, then stop calling yourself a duke. That's absurd. That's so stupid. Right. Right. What does it even mean to be a duke if you're not duking? Yeah, you're not duking. You've never been to Sussex. Harry be duking, but he's duking it out at bars. I miss that, Harry. I know. Yeah. Okay, does Razzie want to... I'm sorry. I keep interrupting everything and just giving more thoughts. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, it's because your life's work, the Royals. I know. And I like hate it. Like that's the other thing I, I get sick of. I do get sick of talking about them. I'm sorry if everyone else is sick of it too. It's just, I I don't think it's that we're sick of it. I don't think we know who these people are. I think you're giving us like, actually the more you share about it, the more interested you are. Desi, I know that Desi's like nodding, driving somewhere. Don't unmute, don't crash. But like, I feel like I'm interested in it, but it's only because of you. If it wasn't for you, I would be like, and it's Kardashians. It's like Royal. It's a reality show. It's literally a reality show. So let's just talk about the youngest dash baby that came out of the monarchy, not in Calabasas, up the road in Santa Barbara. We had a little bit Diana born. What's going on here? Let's take a look. Razzie, what are your initial impressions of who this little girl was born to be? Yeah. So, you know, my take on astrology is always like deeply psychological. So like when I'm looking at her chart, she just seems like she's going to be a a deeply unfulfilled human being, never really going to be allowed or, and not even like allowed because of others, maybe the circumstances will play out that way, but she will never be able to get what she truly wants. I mean, she has Pluto in the fifth house, right? Which the fifth house is about your own passions, right? Your own fulfillment, things that you do that just make you happy, regardless of money, whatever the case may be. She has Pluto there, it's always a wreck. It's Capricorn. It's super serious. She has Saturn in the sixth house, Saturn in the sixth house in Aquarius, giving her this pressure to deal with the collective or serve the collective, literally. And then that Pluto is across from Mars in the 11th house. So there's always this collective nurturing issue that why she can't just live her life the way she wants. Fourth house, south node. So she's born into money and, you know, resources and whatever, but she has to leave because your south node, you always have to leave that energy. So if she lingers and tries to linger in privacy, it's not going to work. It's going to make her more depressed. She has to take a public stance, which is that north node on her sun, sun and mercury in the tent. She has to talk about it. Obviously, she's a Gemini. She's, she's not going to, she's just going to, she's probably going to blurt out a lot of things in her whole lifetime about whatever's really going on. And it's it'll be super interesting to see what she has to say when she's older. Then Chiron on her moon, like in Aries, yeah, she's angry. <laughs> and like that anger is going to be real. And she's going to try to conceal it because it's in the eighth house, right? Which is like that private house. But once again, it's like repressed anger. So as a Gemini, there's no way you can repress your feelings, really. They come out. We see it in Kanye. We see it in Trump or whoever, right? So it's a really interesting, like, I kind of feel bad for her because this is not fun. This is not a fun chart. She's not here to do her own thing. She's here to, yeah, take over. The pressure is going to be real. There's going to be, like, a need to probably because she hates her childhood and hates her life. So it's 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 like she's going to be like, oh, I have no choice. I have to, I have to do this, whatever this is. And truly take over because she does have the power to do it right and people will listen to her people are just going to see her as a natural authority whatever for whatever reason um and she does have luck with that jupiter there in the seventh house but super kind of manipulative with others as well or easily manipulated because neptune is in the seventh so but she'll still have luck where She's able to put be put in scenarios with certain people that um, possibly will be on her side and prop her up into 
saying what you got to say. Um, uh, probably like getting others to kind of come out to and support whatever claims or whatever she ends up saying about her life and who's in her life. So it's really interesting. Yeah. She, I mean, of course she's a Leo rising, so she is going to naturally, naturally want that spotlight anyway, but she's not going to get the spotlight the way that she wants. And that's the problem. So she's probably just going to be angry as hell. This is her and Queen Elizabeth's chart together. Mm. Mm, okay so let's see the other crazy thing about the fact that they named her after queen elizabeth is they did this after a full year of talking about how horrific the monarchy was for them and how hard their lives were and how it's a terrible institution that's like rotting from within and like she's in charge of it and so it was so weird it would be like if i named my kid like voldemort you know it would be like (laughs) Or that was such a stupid example, but like not you know Voldemort, I mean? Molly. We don't say that name. I know, no. It would be like if I named my kid Gluten. That's what it would be like. Ah! I was like all the time. I'm like, it gives me hemorrhoids. I hate it. I can't go to the bathroom. It makes my face puffy. I can't go potty for a week. And then I'm like, oh, this is baby Gluten. This You're is like, no, no. We, we we're in the muffin business. We love muffins. We love muffins and gluten. Right. So Entimins. it was so- You're like you're the daughter of Entimins in this story. Right. So it was so weird because it was like, okay, they named her. Lilibet, which was the queen's private family nickname, and her middle name is Diana, which obviously the queen and Diana were not bros. And it's weird because also after she was born and they announced the name, they said they got the queen's blessing. And then the queen's people actually came out and said, No, they did not. No, what a which petty they bitch. never do. They never, ever, ever do that. So they were like, No, you guys did not get our fucking permission, you weirdos. They were trashing the whole family for like over a year and, and people think they were lying and making things up. And this was the final straw where it was like, oh my God, now you guys are going to lie about this. Like, why would you lie? It's just so mean to lie about like, right. Whichever side is lying is it's so, it's like so messed up. Not to talk about John and Amber again, but the same kind of thing. Right. Like everyone can't just lie. We can't just lie. We can't just be lying. We can't just be like, uh, we can't be like making it public, especially when it's like theater. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Everyone's just lying all the time. It's crazy. It's yeah. Well, but the issue too, is that like, I mean, we're going to talk about, I think with the astrology too, uh, Razzy, I I look forward to hearing your take and we're going to journal about it later. But really, I think that's what everybody's doing. This lunation was like, where are you lying to yourself? Where, where are you, where are you ready to get real? That Like you've been lying to yourself or Mm -hmm. there's a truth that you have to tell rather, or there's a, I, I don't know. I think that the issue is like they're, they feel like they're trapped in this, in this, like, in this, like, you know, m- mouse maze, but it's like they don't get that. Like they actually started Wonder Camp. They started Chuck E. Cheese. I've seen a lot of abandoned robotic mice to know that you can leave Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> like, you know, it's like it's a franchise. I know, but then you become the abandoned robotic mouse with like an eyeball popping out and like you can see the arm metal, you know? Yeah, but so- in a way, wasn't Chuck E. Cheese of nightmares when it had the beautiful facade as well? It's just this real. This is the, such a good metaphor, Sarah. You're so <laughs> Thank right. You. Thank like, you. That literally is the, that is what it is. Being it's like it wasn't even pizza. They were literally getting DiGiorno's and acting like they were cooking it there. Right. It was like plastic cheese. And it's like, yeah, you're born into this thing where you get to live in sick houses and you get to wear the best clothes and everyone like knows who you are and thinks you're awesome and is excited to meet you. But you also can't go and do a voiceover for the Lion King if you felt like it. 
And like, God forbid, Lilibet has an incredible talent for voices, which I could I see her having with that chart, to be honest. Yeah, she definitely has talent. And that's the problem because she yeah, has. Yeah, what's a- her talent? I mean, it could be a lot of things, really. It could be a lot of things. Um, but like, even just looking at, but in general, she's also just on top of shit. She's going to be a boss, like naturally, right? So it's whatever she really wants to be a, a boss of. But, but it's hard because it, it's, a, it's a boss, but it might not be a boss. Like, I feel like Lilith on the Midheaven, especially because Elizabeth is a Taurus Chiron son, mm-hmm. like the matriarch, the grandmother. I think Lil, I think Lilibet is going to, sometimes when I see people, I know a lot of people that have Lilith on the Midheaven. And it's like, unless they're having a career as like, like an, like an active like philanthropist, feminist, like fighting for a cause, which I could see her doing. Like Lilith gets rejected by society, even if everyone wants what she's saying she wants. Like that's the, that's the hard, that's the pain of Lilith that she's like, how can you reject me? You don't. How are, why are you rejecting me? You're not, you want me. And I, and you're stealing everything from me now and just discrediting me. Please just acknowledge I'm here. Right. And well, and her name even is, sounds like Lilith, which is, wild i know that's why i was saying on the last i think when we talked before i was like if i yeah. had a child her name would be lil or lillian or something just not like it would be a little baby and it would be lillian and it'd be, she'd be lil 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 this is lil diana who's also pretty fucking lillian in her own right right and that's I the think- thing though because like because of that little because what's in your mc is what the public responds from you what they- not, different not to interrupt you real quick the difference between the it's like the rising sign is like People always ask me this is why I interrupt you. Yeah. It's like your rising sign and your midheaven are confusing to like, what is the difference between a rising sign and a midheaven? Right. Well, your rising sign is your overall personality. It's it, right. It's what it's what you need to funnel everything else through is your personal perspective. Right. But your MC is like how the public see you and then what they want to see from you. So if you have things on your MC, it, they say if you want success, it's better to emulate those things because truly they don't care about your rising. Like if I was being a Sagittarius, people wouldn't like me. I have to be a Virgo for people. I have to be knowledgeable and relatable or else if I was sitting and talking about how, yeah, I don't give a shit about the royals and be like, all right, well, whatever. Nobody cares about your opinion, right? Just teach me something. So for her, because she has Lilith there, it's like people are actually going to really like her because all of that suppressed emotion is going to make her have this underworld life that is the only place she can truly be herself, but also express her pain, right? And I mean, yeah, because she has that, um, they both have Chiron and Aries, right? But the Elizabeth has the sun and she's going to make her feel like shit. <laughs> she's going to make her feel like shit for her whole existence. Well, but it's, like, well but it's like, but it's like the queen's going to die eventually, but there, she's right. going to leave things behind where it's like, it's like, I, I had a, I knew a girl once who had a really wealthy grand, like grandparents family, but her family, they didn't share in that way. When the grandma died, she left her a huge amount of money, but it was only if she used it to get a nose job. We were in high school. <gasps> Isn't that horrible? <laughs> but that's like the vibe I'm getting from this. And it's like, look at this, right? We have Elizabeth with her her moon her Ceres her nurturer her Neptune her it makes things a little confusing about what she actually cares about and what she's passionate about she'll play the part but there is a part of Elizabeth too that is like like she's angry at Lilibet already because the likelihood that her life is going to look different like Elizabeth 
Elizabeth became queen in a traumatic way when she was like 23. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like, not that we can forget, there's nothing to forgive her for, but it, it's just like her being this like, this like aggressive rule follower for the sake of, for her, that Leo is all in her seventh house. So it's like the, the, the marriage of being a, like the, the part, she's a partner to the monarchy. She's a partner to royalty. That is her work. There's a part of her that actually is very good at being that mother figure that I am the outward figure of this. But then there is also a part of her that's like, I don't know. I think every once in a while she gets a little too drunk and she's like, would I have chosen this? And she right. was taking it out on her, on her, um, her new biracial family. <laughs> well, I don't think she really would even be like taking things out on anyone because she is so stoic, you know, like, I think she would just kind of, even if, I don't even think she allows herself to have the thoughts, you know, like, like, okay, you're, so like you said, maybe if she gets but, but drunk. That- Maybe if she gets drunk, the thought crosses her mind. But like, other than that, the way she was raised, the way that whole generation was raised, the way British people of that generation were raised, it was no, you actually don't have feelings or opinions. I actually, and I, this is where I disagreed. I don't agree with you. I act, well, Razzie, you don't know anything about this bitch. I've already said this. Look at, look at just Elizabeth's chart. Like I was saying about the MC though, right? Because she has Saturn directly on her MC. That's stoicism. She has to be, that's what the public liked from her. She has to appear to be. She has to appear to be. And then of course she has a IC in Taurus. So she is very like strong in the sense of doesn't need to come off emotional. But, um, but Lil Betts, right? Like her, her... Lilith is bringing out that emotion out of out of Elizabeth like regard and I mean from what you guys are telling me with like the whole name thing yeah that's that's the emotion which is like she cannot not not conceal this like while they're like excuse me like what the fuck well and, <laughs> and- as you just hit on something so real real quick opposition when we talk about opposition energy and we're talking about relationship charts we're talking about for both of them they're midheaven their legacy public legacy not only is do they have prominent placements there so Lily Bet, little little Diana little B D I D. She has her, as the sirens blare, she has her Lilith on her uh, public uh, image. Exactly. Look at, look at this. Do you guys see this? Look at this. This is Benson Stabler shit, okay? To the exact degree opposite, her grandmother. Figuring. In Saturn. So we're not only talking about a sign reversal in terms of the legacy of these women, but we're talking about Saturn versus Lilith. Well, here's the other thing. She's not her first granddaughter that doesn't have a title and isn't going to be a princess. But she is her first black granddaughter in the United States. Yeah, but she's so far down in the line of succession that I don't even think the queen would have any expectation for her to do anything. She's yeah, but even that's like, painful. Wouldn't you be sad if your grandma was like, oh, she'll be a nothing. She's not, she's barely part of the family. Anymore it's not a nothing, just not like, oh, you need to be this, 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 I think, and I'm basing this purely on like speculation. No, 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 no. Educated speculation (laughs) i think that what she's gonna have issues with is her parents because i think her parents are the ones like you said nicole she's a she's a boss who has more problems with authority than megan and harry they do not want a boss in the house they can't even decide who the boss is between the two of them like i think that 
that's going to be her issue is that her parents are going to be, okay, you're going to run for office at this age. You're going to do this at this age. You're going to do this at this age and be like, this is how you're going to take over the world and be even higher ranking than your William and Kate cousins. And they don't, you don't need the title. And then she's going to be like, no, I don't give a shit about that. Like, that's what I think is going to be the future from hearing what her chart is. I feel like she's barely on, on the queen's radar beyond just, oh, good. I'm going to meet another grandchild, you know? Yeah. But I think that like, because Megan and Harry, like them going through all of this, like reject. And I I was going to pull up their charts too. I mean, if I remember correctly, Harry is a twin. I think Harry and, um, Harry and his grandmother have like almost exactly the same chart, except that his moon is in Virgo. So him not being the actual popular brother, it's one thing if he's not gonna be king, he always knew, but like he's a little brother and he's like, like getting rejected from his family. Like, no, I think the issue with a little bit, whatever the case may be, is that she's carrying the pain of parents' rejection. If she's growing up in the US, these are my questions. She's growing up in the US Mm -hmm. and she's black. Yeah. Okay. She's carrying a whole hell of a different perspective on that issue. And she's only going to get deeper and deeper in it. And that's going to be huge. So her parents might be the ones that get the brunt end of her anger. Yeah. But I don't think she's necessarily going to be mad at them. She's definitely going to be mad at her grandma, but she's going to have to take it out on somebody. I think she's going to carry that through and be like, my parents were this way because. Yeah. She's going to be mad at the royal family. But don't you think so? Okay. She's so, they're isolated completely from both sides of their family. They don't really have cousins that they're going to play with or grow up with or anything. Don't you think that she's going to have some sort of residual, like, resentment to her parents for not raising her with any, like, cousins to play with? I don't, actually, because her South Node and her Juno are in the fourth house, Her IC, the base of her spine, like what makes her comfortable is actually like the deep, dark aloneness that actually makes her feel like she has a power over them because she's that sort of there's Scorpio does want deep merging, deep intimacy, but it also wants control in that. So she likes that there's sort of this narrative in a way that she gets to. And she actually her home where she's coming from is her parents fleeing this what they would describe as a dark situation and I think that she's going to feel very comfortable in a way where she feels like almost set free by them. I don't think she wants to be friends with her cousins. I don't think she wants that. I mean, her whole her whole third house, that's where cousins will be. It, it, it's, it starts in Libra. So it's like she's making nice. But at the end of the day, like it's like either we're going to really be close or you're just my fucking bullshit. Other other Diana Elizabeth cousin who's just in the castle. Fuck you. Yeah, that's crazy that that house is completely empty. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah but there's the kids it's the other kids that's the thing I you know, know I know I just think we really need to think in terms of artist timeshares because like this whole home and homeless and land thing is like wow we want to talk about waste on the planet like yeah definitely straws but let's talk about empty homes and how many people are living in abject poverty and you don't even know we're here yeah. at the moon you and we look great we're gonna return this dress after I'm not saying that I live in abject poverty but I'm saying that like you don't especially when you're working really hard to survive, you do have to keep a lot of the feelings that you feel until some somehow you, you know, keep your hands off and, you know, a rifle and just shoot places up because nobody gives a fuck about you. But it's like at the end of the day, 
I don't know. I think this is so interesting because it's, it's just like, everything's everything. It's like, okay, we're talking about like people that are really comfortable with their position, people that have become obsessed with and in love with this power that they have over them. But then within the dynamic, as you move into it and sort of observe it, the only power that they have is like, well, it's of the perception of money and land. Yeah. But that's but that's the same thing that it is with Megan and Harry. It's like just what I just said. The same. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, that, but they're no different. Whether they have titles yeah. or they don't have titles, they're still a fucking family. That is your granddaughter. And like, to, I think Lilibet is going to feel rejected by her grandmother from herself and on behalf of her parents. Well, it's her great grandmother also. I mean, they're not really going to know each other that well anyway. It's like she's. Oh, my God. Wow. Right. Because Diana died. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's Charles and Camilla and Doria and the the dad, Megan's dad, who just had a stroke. Those are the I grandparents. Feel like, I feel like as long as the queen is alive, she's the grandmother and everyone else is a child. Even if she's yeah. dead, she's going to play a big role in her life because of that 12 house connection, though. And that's well, really that's what... Right. Okay, let's talk about that for a second because that's what I was getting at, right? The queen, even if she has a little bit of rage about it or even a little... She likes it. She gets a power trip. Right, right. But Lilibet at 29 degrees, Leo, when you're when you have any planet at the 29th degree, there's almost like an over it. Like, so it's like she slipped in having to be connected to the soul moon and mothering of her grandmother from the other dimension, Pisces. And Lilith is hitting her there. So she's pissed about who grandma was and what kind of partner grandma was. And then she even has to have this fucking count. She's going to change her name to Shiloh and get out of town. Or no, what was Shiloh's name? Jack? No. Shiloh was like, I don't want to be part of this fucking family anymore. And Shiloh had a, Shiloh has many um, identities, but it's Shiloh like, I don't know. Angelina and Brad? Yeah. Like the way that she's like, I don't even like want to be this. Like not in it. Like I'm not even talking about gender at all. I'm talking about like Lilibet being disgusted by, I could see her being yeah. disgusted by her lineage or the way that like Ronan Farrow used to be named yes. backpack or whatever. Yes. Satchel. Yeah. What year was the OJ trial? 96, 97. I should look, it'd be interesting to see what was where the because nodes Johnny were. Johnny and Amber is our OJ, our generations. It would be interesting to see what uh, what cycle is repeating here. Right. But, but we're also I, so old that OJ was also our OJ. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember the Bronco okay. chase. Yeah, we're going to need know? another celebrity scandal. So, shit. Yeah, OJ will always be my OJ, but, you know. I remember the Bronco chase. Like, I remember watching the Bronco chase on television. I do, too. I, we, I remember actually being at school and the teacher wheeled in one of those like science carts with a, like an old school TV on it. And we actually all watched as a, as a third grade class or the fifth grade class. Wait, I thought it was in the summer. I mean, I have a memory of it. I could have been in summer school, which I oftentimes had to do, even though I was always class president, but I felt, I feel like I remember watching it with, I remember being in Miss Clancy's class and we were doing I, a whale blubber exercise. Are you sure that wasn't nine eleven? I'm sure it was 9-11. I remember that moment too. They literally came in and said the Twin Towers were hit and it was like, you guys will never forget this moment. And I kind of was like, what's going on? And then I was like, I hope I don't forget this moment. The Bronco like, chase was June 17th, 1994. So we were still in school. Yeah, cusp. I was at the beach. I was at the be- a beach house with my parents. 
Right. I, it was, that's why I think it was so lax. They, they, it was like last couple of days they wheeled the TV yeah. in and that's what we did. But I watched it in Miss Clancy's class. Yeah. If you want to unmute and talk about where you were for any of the scandals and, and if it's meaningful to you, or, I, I don't know if I only have the power to unmute, but I have no I idea. Know. Well, you know what? I should probably go to sleep. So if you guys, okay, wanna... you go. we can, we can take it from here, but, um, she's peed in the ball pit. Oh, thank you. Chip dip. I just saw your message. That makes me feel a lot better <laughs> about myself and the things I think about all day. Hell yeah, dude. That's fucking what's up, dude. Um, do you have, does anyone have any other questions about what's going on with the Jubilee? I think I'm going to try to go and stalk them because they're going to be. To. Yeah, I have to. They're going to be pretty close to my house on Friday. They're going to church. So I'm probably going to make Nick go and see. Um, of course, you know, Nick is from Northern Ireland and he's Catholic. So he's very anti-royal. So that's always fun right. too. And it's all just family drama and money. And like, I think it's interesting because even in the astrology, like the node cycle that we've been on, like really since like, I mean, it's never ending. It's a circle. So I don't even want to try to pick a point. But if I were to intercept, I would say that like when we really start, when I really started being conscious of these, of the nodal shifts and the eclipses and understanding what that meant, I'm a Cancer Capricorn. It was around the Cancer Capricorn cycle, which was break, like this first step of breaking down and rethinking the family unit and the mother and the mother's role and where we feel at home and what we need to feel at home. Then it was like, surprise, COVID, you're all going to be at home now. It's a trick. And then it was North Node in Gemini. Like, okay, well, if you're in the plague with your neighbors, can you share your toilet paper? Can you use the same language? Can you wear a mask? Can you like people that have different opinions? And, you, you know, we're not talking about like women's right to choose or like, I mean, we're just talking about, I get both sides. Like, I get literally, it was literally the scariest thing that ever other. fucking happened. How could we know anything? Like I totally get not taking it. Now I was vaccinated, but I get not being because it's like literally like what's going on now. Monkeypox is a thing. I mean, we, we, this is hell on earth, baby. And I do think Daz and I were talking about the other day. I think one of the essential things about what this eclipse portal was trying to show us. And I think the timing of the Jubilee, we are walking through the valley on the shadow of death. I'll take a look at my life. That's what it's from, right? But I feel like if you can't walk through the valley, that's why all the Pisces was trying to aid us in a gentle dissolving of, a gentle dissolution of over the past few months. When a death is trying to occur, what is worse than like somebody that's been in a coma for six years on a life support machine? We're, we're sort of the United States is on a life support machine and it does come down to the family unit and the government in and of itself, hypothetically at its best would run like a functional family unit, but it's very confusing. Like I think with North node in Taurus, it's, I hope that by the end of the transit and then we, and then when we move into Aries, we'll see the actual personality start to take shape. But I think this North node in Taurus, this whole, like until July of next year, we're meant to be looking at, okay, now we do know what our homes were or are or aren't anymore. We do know who we're with and we know what beliefs were wrong and what beliefs we now have evolved. Now it's about actually integrating those beliefs. The reason why I've been like speaking tonight sounding actually way very uncharacteristically supportive of the queen normally I am not uh-huh. like that, is because I watched this new BBC documentary um, which had all home videos from the queen's life of like her family and her dad. And it was actually so crazy to sit there and watch from these videos from as early as the late 1920s. Like, oh my God, these, like, she actually really is like a living piece of history. Well, she is a legend. She is which a is really, 
yes. really interesting and really cool. And it's just never going to happen yeah. again. It's never, ever, yes. ever going to happen again that I someone guess. has been a head of state for this long because the world is probably going to end. And it's going to be reborn at the Zoom moon. The establishment royal family and the Meghan and Harry royal family is what you said earlier. The establishment ones, they talk about family, family, family. And it's like, what do you talking about like just giving someone a house doesn't mean that you're being a good family it doesn't mean that you're you know don't be like a swedish person that doesn't let the kid that makes the kid play nintendo switch alone while the rest of the family's eating but then and then on the megan and harry side you have oh all we care about is community service and we don't care about our royal titles and it's like okay well why did you why does your house cost 13 million dollars why are you still calling yourselves duke and duchess like you're also lying to uh, like everyone's just like saying things and then being like oh but also I have a $23,000 Cartier watch on and it's like no like you're you're hoarding money they're all hoarding money and they're all like talking out of their ass about these different values and virtues that they want us to think they have and it's like come on can we get like can you get real can you just can you all just be serious there is evolution available and I think it's just it's the same thing as like if you've never had a boyfriend or if like you've never had sex or whatever and it's like and then you don't even have a crush and so it's like just imagine that you like are in love what would that be like you're like I can't I can't even imagine it and you're not even being bitchy about it sometimes it's just really hard to imagine things that have no look I don't have a blueprint for the zoom manual either you guys clearly okay we're figuring it out as we go it's like it's really hard to figure out what to do to or it's really hard to lead through chaos and crisis without just finding a, a moment in time to like lie back on the on the history on the past and go well okay we don't want everyone on the planet to die so we will sacrifice this group so that some of us us can stay alive and right it's like okay actually you're just like you're just quitting before you lose like it's the royals saying we'll pay inheritance tax if we get to keep the property empire that is completely unethical and insane while people are like you know yeah it's that it's it is that but is i gotta that. go i love you guys so much you have any questions for chiron about bloody sunday and then we'll talk about other things too oh no i've heard the whole spiel i'll tell you i've heard it in nick's accent he talks like william wallace and <laughs> i would like to hear that if he could come to the next new moon <laughs> you know so he loves Les Mis because he thought it was about overthrowing the brits that's what he thought Les Mis was about i did not know that yeah. And I was like, Nick, they're French. They're French. And he was like, yeah, I thought they were overthrowing the Brits. I was like, no, they were overthrowing their monarchy. That's like when I found out it wasn't, he had a fat ass car. My point about the North Node and Taurus with the monarchy of anything, I could see it being the kind of thing where as society hopefully reallocates and examines our values. And here's what I think. I think unless we do start to share and unless we actually start to live in a way where our number one interest is actually making the people's uh, the people around us have better lives. Like until we do that until, because of what's happening is like, and it's so interesting. It's Razzy, isn't Wow. I'm going to flip it to you in a second, because this is the astrology with that almost square between there's like an almost square coming up between Mercury retrograde and Saturn retrograde, but they don't actually square. It's like, they could come into a fight and then they back away. And I don't think, I think that there's more going on, but I think that is what happens in a lot of these like wars or these these cases where we think that we're doing progress we think we're healing and it's there are two steps forward and those are incredible those are important steps but at a certain point there's a threshold where you're like okay i gotta take a million steps back but it's like we think that we're stopping before we all just die but we're actually stopping before we all just love 
I think there should be a lottery system where you get to live in that castle for a year if your name gets pulled out of the hat. And then if everyone likes you, you do it like a Truman show kind of thing. And if that's a fucking genius idea, if the whole country is like, yeah, we, we like watching them, you get to stay and you don't have to get a real job. That's what it should be. Well, okay. That I feel like becomes lawless. That's when you have presidents that are like, it's like, I've been, how long has Putin been the president? It would be a ceremonial role. Like in Ireland, they have a prime minister who makes laws and like does governing. And then they have a president. They have the T-Shock who is just literally just a guy that looks like a leprechaun and has a really big dog. And shows Isn't up. The T-Shock like- what happens if you leave your tampon in too long? Different spelling. <laughs> same idea what is a tea shock i don't know what that is it's an irish word so here let me show you what he looks like and then i'm really actually gonna go so i love this stuff you guys we got to get her out of her day job so she can just stay up all night with us again tea shock is the real guy that makes the rules this is the irish pre- oh my god you guys are gonna die when you see this guy you're gonna absolutely just cry yourself to sleep he's so Why, cute. He- oh i thought i was gonna say because he's ugly. no he's so cute this picture, oh my God, Molly. Is he Jewish? No, he's Irish. You know, I would like to look into that. Just he's, in terms of like he, like adoption or, or just like not knowing, maybe a switched at birth thing. I don't know. I just feel like he looks like Bernie Madoff's uh, older brother. But isn't he, he does a little, isn't he so cute and adorable? He, I, that's why I'm like, he's gotta be Jewish. I love him. Those are the only, the only Jewish men that I love are the ones that are over 70 for the record, but keep going. He does like little ceremonial things. So everyone just gets to be like, oh, I love him. And then like the guy who makes the laws, everyone can be like, you're a piece of shit. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. And I think that that's also, that's the same thing as like, like Pelosi does all this for us, but then she kneels in a Kunta Kinte, uh, like necklace or, you know, shawl. And it's like, you fucking idiot. Like we now know that you're just a fucking idiot and you're just a, it's all performative. And so it's like, it looks like there's all this like caring and checks and balances going on, but it's like, they're actually a fake association that are all in together, just making sure that they always get hired. And they're all insider trading in the background. It's insider trading. What are we doing? What are we doing? Okay. What we're doing is we're getting on a rocket ship and we're going to the manual. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.